Welcome to the Mount Olive Baptist Church podcast. I'm Pastor Carl Stokes. We appreciate you being here today with us. Our desire is to preach the Word of God effectively and clearly so that you can understand God's desire for you in your life. Good morning, church family. It's good to be with you again and It's so wonderful to greet the new Lord's Day uh, with you this morning. And as the clouds are filling the sky, uh, the sunshine of God is still shining upon us and still uh, making its way through the clouds. And it's just a wonderful morning to gather together. And I want to ask you, if you would, uh, just to join with me in prayer as we ask God to bless our time together. Dear Gracious Father, Lord, we thank You so much for the great joy that comes with joining together with our church family and with spending time together. It's uh, my delight and thrill to uh, be able to lead them to a closer walk with You. And, And Father God, I just praise You and thank You that that you've blessed us with your word and blessed us with uh, the opportunity and the and the privilege of knowing you and growing closer to you and and being uh, the family of God and the people of God. And so, Lord, as we join our hearts together and as we uh, come together this morning, we pray that you would uh, help us as we seek to to hear your voice and as we seek to to receive the the guidance and direction of of your spirit in our life to help us to understand your word and uh, father we know that there are things that we've done the, there's things that that are part of our life that uh, would prevent us from hearing you and so lord we pray that you would uh, search out our heart lord that you would uh, look into each of our lives and father god we pray that you would remove whatever it is that might be uh, hindering us from growing closer to you father we pray that you would search our heart and wash us clean of the unrighteousness and the sinfulness uh, that might be present in our life lord that you would find those things that that are uh in our life that that we uh know should not be a part of our life and lord that we know that uh, that we need to remove from our life lord we pray that you would uh call them to mind so that we might uh seek repentance and seek forgiveness of those sins and uh, turn away from them so that we can uh, turn towards you so father we pray that as as we think of those things and as you bring those things to our mind uh, lord we pray that you would uh, wash us uh, of our transgressions cleanse us of our iniquity lord that you would remove that stain of sin upon us lord that you would purify our hearts so that we might draw closer to you and that we might have a, a greater relationship with you and and father that you might use us and that you might uh, be glorified uh, by uh, our service and by our uh, devotion to you and living our life for you and so father we pray that you would uh, help us to have a, a, a closer walk with you and lord that you would cause us to be clean and pure before you so that we might uh, draw closer to you in, in our daily walk uh, father we pray 
your blessings upon us as we join together, even though we're uh, separated uh, by in our homes. Lord, we just pray that you would uh, help us to uh, to feel that that presence of the Spirit of God in our life. And Lord, that we might uh, be your people called together to serve you, to live for you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Turn with me in your Bibles if you have them with you, or if you don't, uh, uh, pause the recording and go pick up your your passage of Scripture, if you would. John chapter 16 is where we're going to look. John chapter 16. Uh, we're going to look at just a, a, a few verses within uh, John chapter 16, uh, starting at about uh, verse uh, 12. But let me just explain to you what is happening uh, prior to this so that you can get a feel and understanding for what is uh, how this fits into the book of John and, and what's occurring so that you can understand the context of the scripture. Uh, Jesus is laying out for his disciples what life is going to be like when he uh, leaves them behind and when uh, he's no longer with them. Uh, he understands and knows that uh, his uh time with his disciples is coming to a close and his earthly ministry is is about to come to an end and um uh he he's not yet been crucified so this is kind of strange to them although uh for many uh rabbis and many teachers um they would take on disciples for a certain number of years they would uh travel with their teacher, they would uh, live with their teacher, they would uh, spend all of their time uh, with their teacher, and that way the teacher, uh, the rabbi, had an opportunity to impart as much knowledge as possible, uh, but it was not intended to be a lifelong uh, arrangement that they would follow their rabbi uh, all that time. They they would uh, spend a, a, a predetermined amount of years or, or uh, 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 being with their uh, rabbi and then it was understood that they would leave uh, the company of the rabbi and uh, go on and and uh, live their life under the instruction of that rabbi but uh, new students would then come in and uh, the rabbi would teach uh, new students. And so it was a, a, an understanding that they wouldn't always have uh, Jesus, even though uh, he's not uh, the rabbi in the traditional sense. Uh, they understood that there was coming a time where they would be sent out, that they would uh, go out and live their life according to the, the teachings and the, and the instruction of, the, of their rabbi Jesus, and that uh, Jesus would possibly take on new students. So it was not unusual for them to hear Jesus talk about uh, leaving and and not being around. Uh, now that was something different. They couldn't understand why 
Jesus wouldn't be around. Uh, they they understood that they might not be around Jesus full time, but why would he not be available to them to to come back and to to visit with them and to answer difficult questions or to seek out instruction on how to uh, to face certain situations uh, that they couldn't understand, and so it was difficult for them to to grasp. And uh, so Jesus is trying to help them to see that uh, that when he leaves it's going to be a different circumstance. He will leave uh, and they won't be able to follow Him. I remember uh, when Jesus is telling His disciples, hey, I'm going to a place you're not going to be able to follow. Uh, they say, well, why can't we follow, that, uh, follow you? Uh, are we not going to know where you're going to go? Uh, so their understanding was is that Jesus would always be around or would be around for quite some time. And they would, uh, you know, remember, uh, Jesus is considered, is, you know, relatively a young individual, young man. Uh, he's He would be around for uh, another, uh, if you know, things worked out, you know, a good 30, 40, 50 years uh, in addition to uh, the time that they have been spending with Jesus uh, for them to, to ask questions. And so it was unusual for them to hear Jesus talk about leaving and not being able to, to uh, be with Jesus or, you know, their their whole thought was, well, maybe he's going to travel to another area of Israel. Why couldn't we come and visit you there and and ask you questions? And so Jesus is trying to help them to realize that uh, that his death is coming, that he will be separated from them, and that they won't be able to uh, be with him when he ascends into heaven. And so Jesus is trying to assure them that they're going to go through trials, they're going to go through difficulties, uh, and they're going to have uh, situations where uh, they're just not going to be able to uh, to be with Jesus. But Jesus is is trying to assure them that uh, his he's not going to leave them alone uh, there was a, a a leader in the uh, uh, southern baptist convention that that gave a story one time uh of skiing in colorado and he noticed uh, while he was uh, when he was sharing this story, he said that he noticed that there was a line of, of people that uh, were skiing that had on red vests. And he didn't understand what those vests were for. Uh, he was wondering who they might be. And so he got a little closer to be able to work, read the words that were printed on the vests. Uh, and, it, and what was written was blind skier. And he was astounded. And if you've ever been skiing, and I, I've been skiing only a couple of times, it's hard to ski uh, with your, even with having the ability to see and know where you're going, much less skiing where uh, you don't have your eyesight and be able to know where you're going. And so this. Uh, and this great preacher uh, wondered how they were able to ski without being able to see. And so he went to a ski instructor and asked him how a blind person could do that. How could they ski without being able to see? 
And the answer the instructor gave was fascinating. He said that each blind skier is given a guide. And that guide may ski uh, beside uh, the blind skier or maybe behind them or in front them of that skier. Uh, but uh, they were always in a place where they could communicate with the blind skier. Wherever that was most convenient for uh, uh, the blind skier, they would ski and they would communicate constantly with the blind skier. And he said then, uh, he was then told that there were two basic forms of communication that God guided the, the, this blind skier and that the guide would use, he said first was uh, tapping together the ski poles to assure the blind person that the guide was still there, that uh, uh, they were always available uh, and that they weren't alone. And the next uh, form of communication was speaking of simple instructions uh, about what to do next. The guide would maybe say, go right or turn left or stop or slow down or a skier coming up on your right. Uh, the only possibility the blind skier had uh, to ski was they had to exhibit complete trust and immediate obedience to the instruction of the guide. You know, life is a lot like uh, skiing without uh, the use of your eyesight. Uh, we can't see even five seconds into the future. We know uh, many times uh, how life may go because we've experienced some things. Uh, uh, we can't see that, but but we can't see the struggles and the uh, the heartache and the and the problems that that await us. Uh, just down uh, the road from us. We, we can't know uh, what might happen uh, in the next day or the next week in front of us. We can't even uh, see other skiers who might run into us or, or other people uh, that might uh, cause us problems. We have to uh, live our life a lot like these uh, blind skiers. We've got to... Uh, to use someone who can guide us, someone who can instruct us. And God's given us uh, our own personal guide. Uh, and Jesus is explaining who that is in this passage of Scripture. He's saying, uh, he said in verse 13, he says, Howbeit when He, the Spirit of truth, has come, He will guide you into all truth, for He shall not speak of Himself, but whatsoever He, sh uh, he shall hear, what he sh uh, that He shall speak, and He will show you things to come. Uh, that's what the Spirit of God is for us. And Jesus is describing in this passage of Scripture who the Holy Spirit is and, and the fact that He has come to, to help His disciples. Now, uh, Jesus has given them a lot of information and He's got, given them a lot of, of direction as to how they should live. And, and really, uh, this encompasses several chapters of, of the book of John. Um, he, uh, he's, he's sharing with the disciples from chapter 15 and chapter 16 how life is going to be 
when he leaves and and he's uh, he says in the in the beginning of chapter 15 he says uh that passage of scripture that we're all familiar with he says i'm divine and you are the branches and so he's helping them to understand if they will abide in his teachings if they'll abide in jesus christ then they'll grow and they'll flourish and now he's telling them that he's not going to be there and and their concept of a vine is is that uh is that that a branch can only survive if it stays connected to the vine and so how are they going to survive if Jesus, the vine, is not there? How are they going to produce fruit if they're not, if Jesus is not uh, able to uh, to be there? And and Jesus, you know, is saying in verse thirteen of chapter fifteen, "Hey, greater love hath no man than this, than if he lay down his life for his friends." He's he's laying out that. Uh, there to love each other just as he loves them and and he's about to give his life for them and and they're going to understand how much he loves them and but the problem is is going to be how are they going to uh, how are they going to survive without Jesus there how are they going to be able to continue on and so Jesus goes on to to explain how when he leaves a, a comforter is going to come uh, the church the 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 disciples, the people that that are going to uh, to follow uh, Jesus Christ, will have the Comforter, G, uh, the Holy. Uh, you know, you and I understand it to be the Holy Spirit. He says in verse twenty six, "But when the Comforter has come, uh, whom I will send unto you." Uh, from the Father, even the Spirit of truth, which proceedeth from the Father, he shall testify of me, and you shall bear witness because ye have been with me from the beginning. And so he says, look, uh, you're going to have the comforter, the paraclete, the one who comes beside. That, that word comforter there in the Greek is paraclete, and that's why... <coughs> I use it here. You may hear other pastors uh, talk about the great paraclete. And and the paraclete is a word that is used in Scripture that means um, one who comes along the side, one who uh, comes and stands along. And, and, and it's a term that's used many times uh, when someone goes into a courtroom. And now if you were to... Uh, to uh, be arrested and hauled off to jail uh, you would be given an opportunity to to have your day in court and one of the first things you would do is uh, if you're smart is is that you would get a, a lawyer who understands what's going on in the court who understands the law that uh that's written on the books understands uh uh, what the uh, authorities are saying uh, the infraction is that you've committed so he can then gather from you information that will help him to defend you uh, and to uh, ex- uh, exonerate you in front of the judge saying, hey, look, my client has not done uh, this thing that you claim that he's done. Uh, he can't do that if if you haven't shared with him and he doesn't come alongside of you uh and one of the most important things that he does is uh, on your day in the court and on your day in front of the judge he comes alongside of you to give you counsel and to also uh defend you in front of the court 
Jesus says that when he leaves, uh, the great comforter, the, the paraclete, uh, this one that is being sent by God the Father is going to come alongside of you and he's going to be there. He's going to understand what's going on. He's going to know uh, what is happening. He's going to be there to, to defend you and to walk alongside of you. And that's a wonderful thing for us to, to understand and know is that we're never alone in this world. We're, well, you know, we've been going through all of these things with uh, uh, the coronavirus and, and all the, uh, with the tornado and uh, that came through uh, the other day. And, and we don't understand what, uh, from day to day, what may happen. We, we may have instruments and the ability to know a storm is coming, but we don't know if, if our home will uh, just receive uh, a regular shower of rain or if, if the roof will be uh, torn off. Uh, we don't know if, if the, uh, the, the trees will just sway in the wind or if, if uh, uh, branches will fall and, on our house or maybe even the, the whole tree will come down and fall on us. Uh, we don't know from day to day what might happen. And we have to trust in God, trust in Him uh, to know what is, is coming in our life and trust in uh, that uh, the Holy Spirit that, that comes alongside of us and is there for us. And, and so Jesus is explaining uh, the role of the Holy Spirit. Now, he explains uh, earlier uh, in chapter 15 and 16 that the uh, not only is the Holy Spirit to come alongside of, of us to be there with us, but uh, to profess uh, Jesus Christ and to proclaim who Jesus Christ is, to to confess and to profess the, uh, the message of Jesus Christ, the sharing of uh, the love of Jesus Christ, uh, to share uh, what Jesus has done. And, and uh, we, we're not going to focus on on that aspect because many of us are, are aware of the fact that uh, yes the Holy Spirit is is there to uh, his role is to uh, help the, the lost sinner to understand that they need a savior to help the sinner to understand that they they can't have salvation of their own ability to help them to understand they need a savior in their life a need uh, 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 Jesus to come and to, to provide uh, the only passage, the only way to uh, to God the Father is through uh, Jesus Christ, and so we understand the role of the Holy Spirit is to to uh, convict us of our sin and to help us to understand uh, the love of Jesus Christ that He's given of Himself to be our Savior. And the other, uh, another responsibility that we understand about the Holy Spirit and are very aware of is the, is the role of the Holy Spirit to convict our heart when we sin. To When uh, the Christian, after we've accepted Jesus Christ into our life and when we become a, a child of God, when we become a Christian, uh, the Holy Spirit doesn't leave us. Uh, he fills our life so that, uh, that as we go through our life, it, uh, the Holy Spirit is there to help us to understand when we do things in our life that we shouldn't do. Uh, as I, you know, was talking about in, in my prayer this morning, uh, you know, the role of the Holy Spirit is to to help us to understand. Uh, hey, you've got sin in your life. It's keeping you from uh, close fellowship with God the Father. It's keeping you from. Experience 
experiencing the great joy of, of the love of Jesus Christ in your life and to convict us and to help us to, to come to repentance, to, to understand that we need to turn away from that sin and turn away from uh, those things that are keeping us from God and, and to seek forgiveness from God so that we can grow closer to Jesus Christ. Now, Jesus uh, also says that uh, the Holy Spirit has another role. He says in verse 12, And I have you many things to say unto you. He says, I've, I've still got plenty more that you need to know, you need to understand. But he says, here's the problem. He says, but you cannot bear them now. Now, it's just like that blind skier I was talking about at the beginning of uh, uh, my sermon. He, the blind skier can't see all the way down the the slope. Uh, he can't see two feet in front of him. Uh, the blind skier is not able to see where he's going, so he has the guide to help him to understand where he can go. Now, the skier might be familiar with the slope, but he's not familiar with the obstacles that may be new in front of him. <coughs> he might have uh, skied the slope many times before he lost his vision. Uh, or he might be aware of the slope uh, because he's uh, skied down that slope many times before, uh, even if he's blind. But he can't know uh, the individual skiers that are on the slope that day. He can't know where they might be and what might be in front of him. He has to rely on the guide to guide him through uh, his experience on the slope as he skis. We need the uh, the Spirit of God in our life as well we need the holy spirit to guide us in our uh, in our life to show us the way that we must go to help us to understand where we need to go to help us to to know what lies ahead of us and jesus says i've got many things you need to know but i can't tell them to you now why because we're not ready to to hear them we're not ready to know what uh, is ahead of us we're not ready to be aware of 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 certain things at a particular time and we aren't ready for that instruction. And Jesus says, uh, there are many things you need to know, but you're not ready. He says in verse 13, Howbeit when He, the Spirit of truth, now He's talking about the Holy Spirit, when He has come, He will guide you into all truth. For He shall not speak of Himself, but whatsoever He shall hear, that will He speak. And He will show you things to come. He says the Holy Spirit's task, the Holy Spirit's role in your life is to share with you the truth of God. And His role, His task is to, to share with you not of Himself, and that's why we typically don't uh, preach a whole lot about the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit's role is not to, to teach us uh, uh, the truths of Jesus. Uh, uh, the role of the Holy Spirit is to, is to guide us in our life and to share not of himself, but of the truth, the truth of Jesus Christ. He will show you not of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear. Now, what is he going to hear? He's going to hear the direction, the guidance of God the Father. His, his task is to help us to understand what God would have us to, to, to know. And so he, he says, he's going to share with you what God the Father wants you to know. 
and the things that are to come. He says in verse 14, He shall glorify me. Here's the second task that the Holy Spirit has. Not only is He to share with you what is to come and and instruction from God the Father uh, and Jesus Christ about your life and what you need to do and how you're to live your life, but He's also, His second role is is to glorify you, uh, glorify Jesus Christ. He says, He will glorify me for He shall receive of mine and sh- uh, shall show it unto you. So he says, <coughs> excuse me, he says the second task is to, to, to glorify Jesus Christ. Now his role is not to glorify himself, not to, uh, to lift uh, praise and glory of who he is as the Holy Spirit, but to glorify Jesus Christ. So as you go through your life, the Holy Spirit's task is not only to draw you to Jesus Christ and to help you to understand uh, your sin and to n- help you to know you need a Savior, but to guide you, guide you through the difficult days like uh, we've had uh, in the last several months with the, uh, the fear of this uh, this pandemic uh, that's coming through uh, to guide you through uncertain days like uh, the days we had this past week with the storm uh, and to help you through difficulties and struggles like situations that you might have in your life of uh, conflicts you might have with others or to guide you in uh, understanding and knowing what Jesus would have you to do in your life to help you to understand and know the things that you're to be aware of the teachings to to help you to understand uh, the truth of God's word to help you to to grasp the understanding of uh, Jesus Christ in your life and to not just merely uh, be satisfied with, with hey, I've gotten saved. It's like I've gotten a touchdown. Well, the game's not over. You, your life is not finished. Uh, you, don't, you don't stop playing the game just because you've gotten saved. Uh, a football player doesn't stop playing the game just because he's gotten a touchdown. That's just one touchdown. Uh, he's got much more of the game to play. And when we get saved in, in our life, uh, that's not the end of our life. We've got the rest of our life to live. We've got uh, more growing in Christ that we have to do. Uh, we've got to mature as a Christian. We've uh, got to learn how to deal with the things that come. And as we mature and grow, it's our responsibility to then guide other people and to help other people uh, to mentor others so that they can understand and know who Jesus Christ is in their life, so they can know uh, Jesus as their Lord and Savior, so they can know and understand how they're to live. And so, uh, uh, you know, we need guidance in that. We need guidance and understanding and knowing uh, how uh, we're to live our life and and how our life is to be lived for uh, for Christ. And so, uh, when when we uh, are, are going through our life, we've got to understand that uh, that the Holy Spirit has got to be there to help us. And, and Jesus says the Spirit of God is going to direct you and guide you in all truth as you go through your life. You don't know what's going to happen, and He's going to be there to help you to to make it through uh, your life and to and to help you uh, face those things that you're not aware of. Uh, he's also going to uh, to glorify Jesus Christ and and 
uh, by glorify, it means, uh, you know, help us in the proper understanding of how we're to worship Jesus Christ and to worship God and, and uh, to give glory to Jesus for what He has accomplished as our Savior and Lord. And so we're to understand and know Jesus better through the, uh, G- uh, the Holy Spirit uh, uh, glorifying Jesus Christ. And he says also, uh, not only give uh, Jesus Christ the glory, he says, all things that the Father hath mine are mine. And therefore said I that he shall take of mine and he shall show it unto you. He says, uh, all the instruction that you need from God the Father. He says everything that uh, that are mine, everything that is of mine, all the instruction that, that you need of your life uh, that's going to come from God the Father is also uh, uh, it's not just coming from me, it's coming from God the Father and uh, the Holy Spirit is going to show you all the things that you need to be aware of. And he says in verse 16, in a little while you shall not see me and again a little while and you shall see me because I go to the Father. So he says, look, I'm about to go. Uh, you're not going to see me in a little while, but don't worry because uh, you are mine and because you're mine, you belong to the Father. And because you belong to to the Father, He has sent the Holy Spirit to be in your life, to to guide you and to direct you and to, to help you to understand uh, what you need for your life. Isn't that just a wonderful thing to know and understand? You, you and I need to be aware that, look, the Holy Spirit is there to not just help us to know uh, Jesus as Savior and Lord, not just to, to help us to understand and know uh, when we've sinned, but to guide us in our understanding of who Jesus Christ is, to reveal to us the things that are to come, to reveal to us the uh, the, the things we need to know as we go through our life, uh, to help us in our journey. And uh, secondly, uh, to help us to, to not only know how to go through life in our journey, but how to glorify Jesus Christ, uh, to give glory to, to Jesus in all the things that we do, uh, to give proper respect and glory to Jesus as we uh, go through uh, this earthly walk that we have left after we come to know Jesus as our Lord and Savior. And also to realize and to know that everything that that God has is uh, that Jesus has is God's, and that God is going to provide for us to 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 take care of us, um, and that that everything that we have uh, need of in our life, that that God will provide, and the Holy Spirit is there to to help us to to understand that and to see god's provision and and to understand and know uh, god's direction in our life is so that we might uh, uh, be able to to have the things that we need uh, throughout our life to uh, to help us uh, to be his people he says uh, uh, everything that is mine uh, belongs to god the father uh, we belong to Jesus Christ as uh, He is our Savior, uh, but we also belong to God because uh, all that Jesus has uh, belongs to God the Father. And so we belong to God the Father as well. We are His, and He's going
going to care for us. He's going to take care of us and he's going to guide us uh, throughout uh, all of our life. And that's a that's a wonderful thought. That's a wonderful understanding to know the spirit of God is there for you, to know the spirit of God is there to uh, to reveal to us uh, the things that we need to understand and know about Jesus Christ and about God, the father, that that we need to understand that he's there to guide us through. That's a great joy. That's a great uh, a feeling to know that He is there for us. He is there to, to guide us. And we're never alone. We're, we're not, uh, uh, you know, there uh, plummeting down the hill uh, on our own without direction and guidance. He is always there. Now, like I said, uh, that... Uh, uh, blind skier he's always given the assurance that the the guide is there he's always tapping his poles together to let him know he's there and he's giving him guidance and direction now uh, the holy spirit is always there to give us guidance and direction he's always there letting us know that he is there but like that blind skier I told you that the the way and the only way that that works with a guide is that as soon as uh, he receives instruction, that he has to immediately respond. He's always got to trust in the guide, and he's always got to obey. You need to trust and obey, just like that blind skier. Having the guide of the Holy Spirit is, is just not going to be uh, a part of your life. It's not going to be uh, useful to you if you don't hear the instruction of the Holy Spirit and immediately respond. Always trust in the guidance of the Spirit of God and always immediately respond by following the instruction of the Spirit of God. That's what we need to learn. We need to learn to, to, to always trust in the guidance of the Spirit of God and respond immediately to the guidance of the Holy Spirit. It's my prayer that... that You'll do just that, that, that you'll learn to, to respond to the Spirit of God immediately with His direction. I always trust Him. Let's pray. Dear Gracious Father, Lord, we thank You so much that, that You've not left us alone, that, that uh, uh, after You left this earth in physical form, Lord, You sent the Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit, came alongside us as the paraclete, the ones always there to, to guide us and to stand up for us and to protect us. Lord, we praise You for the Spirit, for Your Holy Spirit, who guides us through life. Lord, help us to be obedient, to hear, to trust You, and to always follow Your direction and guidance. Lord, always allow uh, you to guide us through the Holy Spirit how we should walk how we should live 
to go and do the things that you direct us to do. To be obedient to your call. To go and your call when, when we hear you tell us that we need to go a certain direction or to stay away from something. Lord, help us to be obedient. Lord, when you instruct us and teach us of your word and, and tell us, hey, go and share that with someone. Go and share it with this person I'm going to show you. Go and, and share that instruction with this individual. Lord, help us to be willing to, to go and, and immediately obey, to do just that, to go and, and share your love, go and share uh, the truth of the gospel, whatever it might be. Lord, help us to be obedient, always trusting in your guidance. In Jesus' holy name we pray. Amen. Well, thank you so much, church, for uh, spending a little while with me today. And, and I appreciate you uh, 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 joining with us each time. A uh, reminder, if you are new to our podcast, uh, all of the podcasts that I've shared uh, for well over a year is available on iTunes and SoundCloud. They're all there, and and you are able to uh, to go back and listen to any of them if you uh, wish to go and to hear some of the uh, prior services. Uh, they're all there for you to listen to, and we leave them there. Uh, we pay for that so that you can have that as a resource at any time. Uh, you don't have to just simply listen to the ones as they come up, but you can go back and listen to, to prior services. And I, it's my hope and prayer that you'll do just that and share with others uh, that they can hear our services on SoundCloud and in iTunes. Help them to see uh, where they can find it. And if you need a link, uh, just let me know and I'll, I'll share that link with you so you can share it with your friends. Thank you so much and God bless you as you go throughout your day.